Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for playing Pulp MX Fantasy. Sending out the prizes for the first five rounds now. I know we're a little bit late, but what would it be if Pulp MX Fantasy didn't quite work super smoothly? So thanks for playing, everybody. Appreciate it. Things have been going well. Well, not for me this week, but uh, we really appreciate it. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please uh, support them. They support the podcast. They support a lot of things, Pulp. And uh, they got a new formula helmet out. It's uh, fantastic. It's lightweight. It's got great venting. It's got two different layers of technology to pre- to help you with the low-speed stuff and the high-speed stuff, uh, crashing-wise. And, uh, yeah, flyracing.com. Please check them out to learn more about that thing. Also, too, we want to thank the folks at Kawasaki for giving us three bikes. Kawasaki have been on board with us for two years now, and it's awesome. Uh, 2KX250s, 1KX450 were given away. ProTaper, ProTaper.com, JGR Suzuki, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky Worldwide. Use ProTaper, the Fusion Bar, 7 8 Bar, the original uh, crossbar, less bar, was developed by developed and patented by the folks at ProTaper, from Bradshaw to Anderson to Zacco. ProTaper.com, please check them out. Uh, also, to 100%, uh, we love these guys. We're giving away goggles each and every week. Fantasy 19 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Ride100%.com, casual apparel and accessories, 25% off, which is a good deal. Fantasy 19, when you go there, uh, 100%. Top racers such as Muscan, who's been very fast. Webb, who had the red plate. Plessinger, who had a good weekend. Sealy's been good. Dean Wilson rely exclusively 100% goggles to see more and ride faster in the most extreme conditions. Again, Fantasy 19, when you check out uh, to save on casual apparel and accessories. Also, to RacerX brand. Use the code PulpMX. Do not use the code exhaust. RacerXBrand.com. Some real cool t-shirt designs. Uh, RacerX shield stuff, vintage stuff, uh, vintage looking stuff. RacerX brand. And uh, use the code PulpMX to save at RacerXBrand.com. All right, to review how we did in San Diego and what we think is going to happen this weekend in Minneapolis, first round of the East, let's uh, welcome everybody on board here. Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast, as promised, here we are all on the line to discuss San Diego and, uh, and again, Minneapolis, first round, 250 East, so exciting, time to make some points for everybody, and again, uh, thank you for playing. On the line with me from ProTaper, ProTaper.com. He's working on getting his East Coast program settled for riders who are wearing ProTaper or running ProTaper as well as no longer wrenching for Dean Wilson. Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Do you feel like you will improve now with the no working with um, with Dino now? You're, you, you actually have a life. Well, I want to say yes, but this fantasy game, I don't know. I can't say it with... Um, I can't say it with full confidence. I will be able okay, to dedicate right. a lot more time to it, so I hope my research pays off, yep. but you just never know. But, right, you just never know. Uh, from Fly Racing, uh, flyracing.com, as I mentioned off the top of the show, Formula Helmet out now. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much. Going to see if uh, I can do a little bit of gloating. Had a good weekend here. Made some serious moves towards the front. Put a big gap into, into uh, Steve, which I'm most worried about of all of this. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to starting off the East Coast. Good time to make some points when the start of a new series, right? You've always said that. Well, for me, it's really uh, – it was kind of more of the inevitable. You uh, you got off to a fast start, but no, I, I chased you down. I mean this weekend coming up. 250 East. Yeah, yeah no, I mean yeah. the rest of the series, too. Right. Like it's, I've turned over a new leaf. Uh, fantastic. Dan Truman from Get and Athena. What's up, Dan? How are you? I can't wait for the CSOs to start. I hate every West Coast <laughs> Lights Rider there is. <laughs> I need a new bunch of people to hate. Um, you need a bunch of new people. 
I like that. That's pretty funny. Uh, okay, so uh, let's get into it. I mean, there's no there's no sense to uh, really get a, get around this. Uh, 189 for me in uh, in San Diego. It was a disaster for for Feld and the Supercross series. It was it was a disaster to watch. By the way, uh, nothing was going on out there, and it was a disaster for me and Pulpamex Fantasy. 189. Uh, Dan, what'd you get? I did better than you, which is uh, surprising. Uh, I stuck with my exact team from Wednesday, never was able to make a change, and I got 262. Nice work, Paul. Yeah, I uh, I also did not make a change. Uh, this is the first time in, I think I can ever remember that I did not have, like, remember to look at times and make changes to my team. I was working on a really muddy bike, and by the time I was done, it was 7.02 or something, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to stick with the team I got. <laughs> so I picked my team on Wednesday, and I scored 2.22, so not yep. half bad, actually. Right, right. And JT, you killed it? I did. Well, I mean, relatively. I talked to other people that were that were higher than me, but uh, I did get a 2.93 to put up onto the board. And uh, I was wondering if, if they're going to hand out you know, this offer of five grand. Can I get five grand for having to sit through that boring of a three and a half hour race. I mean, you should Possibly, at least maybe. get twenty five hundred for sure. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, by the way, Paul, um, your text was just so funny. Just, I'm cold. I'm tired. I'm hungry. This sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think dude. if if anybody knows Paul, hungry of those is the worst. <laughs> yep. Dude, yeah, you're it was right, brutal. Yeah, it was. It was Dude, it was hard. Like, honestly, it was hard. <laughs> it, um, it's easier to do a mud race on a race team, that's for sure. The wash bay was really far away. I had to wash that thing a lot, and it was not easy to get clean. Oh. And there's a lot of things to prepare to make sure it finishes. And I don't. it just didn't go very good. We made some bad choices as far as decisions to make. I'm not proud of the performance because I really wanted one last top ten um, or something better even. But, um, yeah. but hey. Uh, I think uh, job's done at least. He's back in the factory rig, so I'll be on my couch, Minneapolis, uh, watching. Yeah, yeah, you're going to love it. So I was 57th overall, everybody. I was 57th. Things were good. I'm 692nd now. <laughs> <laughs> what a drop. Okay, let's get into it. I got I got the uh, lead pipe, 100% lead pipe block of the weeks as well. Uh, all right, so San Diego, complete mutter, as we know. Just a shit show. Um and 250 class, uh, Martin Costello, 52 points. Good job, Martin Costello. I don't know what country he's from, but apparently they're good in the mud. Um, Ecuador. Ecuador. Okay. Uh, Matthias Jorgensen from Denmark, good in the mud, 52 for him. RJ Wageman, uh, 52. Uh, definitely a good job by RJ to get in there. Uh, March Banks was next, 46. Dakotas after that, 46. Pettis, 38. Champion, 38. Uh, Harriman, 38. Carson Brown, 38. And Ludovic McClear, 36. Now, um, I should have heeded my own advice. Somebody asked me for a couple of, of good picks for the 250 class. I said pick Carson Brown and Jess Pettis because they're used to the mud. They're Pacific Northwest guys. Pettis even higher up there in Canada. And they've grown up in this stuff, and they looked good in practice. Both of them, I thought, looked great. It was a sloppy practice, and, and both guys were, were good. Uh, unfortunately, I only picked one of those guys. So I had uh, – let's see here. All right. Carson Brown, I did pick Carson Brown, and he was uh, ninth until the last lap. He lost like five spots on the last lap, so yeah, that sucks. Brutal. 38 points. I'll take take that, though, out of out of Carson Brown. I had none of those guys that were higher. I would have picked March Banks uh, because he looked great, but I believe I had him last week. 
Uh, I picked RJ Hampshire as my all-star because he he was a five. And, uh, yeah, I just was like, there's a lot of room. RJ will be good. He's a veteran. Blah, blah, blah. He had a terrible race, 13 points. Enzo Lopes, who we will get to in a second when it comes to lead pipe blocks. Dan, how good did Enzo look at times? He was good. Well, I don't know about times. They said no, no. I mean, at times, like at, at times out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he qualified third in the heat race, I oh, believe. Dude. I have no. I, I mean, I know what happened in the main, but I don't know what place he was in. I, somebody said he was up towards the front on the first lap. He or was. Something. He was. Yeah. Yeah. So. so yeah, not real happy with Enzo. He knows it. I, I don't think he likes me very much. But mm-hmm. my uh, favorite performance of the weekend. Yeah. Yep. I thought Lopes was really going to come back to bite you, JT, because uh, he was everybody's lead pipe. We'll get to, but. So I had Lopes, and my last guy, uh, my streak was broken. I've had, I went eight for eight at the first four rounds. Streak is broken, and the man to break it, appropriately enough, is Jerry. <laughs> so I went with Jerry. He was um, – I didn't I, – Pettis was a one. I didn't think there was enough value there. Jerry was a little bit better. He was second in the heat, and then he just – he absolutely weeded it. Went up for the LCQ, and – Massive pileup in the ter- third turn of the L- 250 LCQ, and Jerry ducked to the inside, and he would have came out third or fourth from, you know, 15th. Unfortunately, he got hung up on a bike, tipped over. I, just, I, saw, I, saw, him, I saw him grabbing for that gap, and it was terrific, and then he just fell over. So, Jerry, uh, absolutely, think- yeah, screwed us. Screwed me over. Do you think if uh- – Harry Hogg was on the radio, he could have steered Jerry through that mess. I, I do. I do. By the way, too, Jerry, though, did give us a signed jersey. It's on its way to Kyle Bentley, uh, so it'll be hung up at Butcher's Grinders. Um, so that was, my, that was my 250 team. If you go up by pick trend, Carson Brown, 47%. Lopes, 40%. I had both of those guys. Lopes was, yeah, let down a lot of people. Uh, Nichols was after that for an all-star. He had the highest pick trend. Dakotas, 27. JT, you, you were on Dakotas uh, last week. McElrath, 25. AC, 22. RJ, 21. Uh, Jerry was 15. So my four guys were in the top 10 of, of pick trends. It wasn't like I went crazy off the map. So um, First lap leaders, uh, 17% of you picked the 250 guy, and almost 60% of you got it right, which was AC. So good job on that. 450 guys, first lap, 16% again picked it, but only 16% were correct. Uh, which it was Eli. So um, let's go to 450s. My 450 team. Uh, well, first up, topping the the charts with Justin Bogle. Nice work for Bogle. 52 points. He maxed out at a handicap five, and uh, he was running uh, second forever. So uh, my next, uh, the next guy was 46, Joey Savacci, who came through with a good finish and um, did well. Carlin Gardner was next. Theodore Pauly was next. Chad Reed after that. Cole Martinez. I don't know why I didn't pick Cole Martinez. I don't know why he looked great in practice, and he was a it was a ten handicap. Why? Stupid. Uh, Kate Ottenwright after that, um, but again Ottenwright Ottenwright had a zero percent pick trend. Paulie had a zero percent pick trend. Gardner had two percent, so it wasn't like a lot of guys you know killed it on that. Bowers was after AP Lemay was after that. My team was Joey Savacci, who was always on my team, even with the rain. I wasn't scared. I thought he would do all right. I went with AP because the mud and everything, and I'll take that 38 points, although I honestly thought he would maybe even finish higher. Uh, ben LeMay was next. I, t- I was on the fence. I texted with him. He gave me a rip-roaring speech straight out of Hoosier's movie about how he was ready, and then he just did nothing in the heat, but thankfully won the LCQ. So Ben swayed me. And then my other guy was Barsha, who was 
had a podium locked up 100% if he had been able to keep his bike going. And uh, something got caught in the rear wheel. He fried a clutch and seven points for that. So my 450 team was somewhat salvageable. But, uh, but yeah, not, uh, not really. Uh, AP, 60% pick trend. Tomac, 40. Chad Reed, 35. Savachi, 31. Barsha, 27. So I had three out of the top five in pick trends. Uh, Bogle, 26. Bowers, 19. Bag at 18. So on and so forth. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Paul. Who'd you have, and uh, how'd you do? Um, so we'll go to the better team of the two, which is my 450 team that I picked on Wednesday. Um, I had Joey Savacci, so he got 46. That's awesome. Um, Aaron Plessinger, I had him. Um, yep. Looking at his pick trend, I think that's the highest pick trend that we've ever had uh, in the game so far this year at 59%. So um, I don't want to think that's a bad handicap. I just want to think that's how many people believe in Aaron's mud skills. So he's on my team. He got 38. I, wait, uh, I had he did an um, all-time pick trend, though. I think Eli was a 70 or something last year at some point. He very well could have yeah. be, yeah. been because Eli was not an all-star for a lot of races yeah. last year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that could have been in that situation. Okay. Um, so same team as my uh, as me so far. I had Chisholm on my team, oh. um, which I was delighted to see. He made the main event when I lined up with Dean's bike for the main event. Uh, Kyle was in front of us <laughs> in the pick order, so I was like, "Sweet, he's in." And I looked at the rest of my team. I'm like, "Sweet, I got four guys in." I learned that on the main event. Um, and Tomac was my all star, so I did okay in 450 class. I think um, you know there's obviously some better guys I could have picked, but I'm fine with my 450 team. 250 team, on the other hand, not so good. Um, I had, I did have Dakotas, which I, you have the record there. I think I picked him as my lead pipe. I think we were all on lopes and I, I want to say I went Dakotas just you, to be different you did. you guys. Yep, I hope you I did. did. Yep. Um, so that worked out good. He scored 46 points. Um, and then it got real bad after that. Again, I didn't make any changes. So, um, I, I don't know that I would have been on Jorgensen or Castello, I, Castello, from what I've heard, was good all day, so maybe I would have been, but only 9% of the game picked him, so I can't really say that I would have done it. Uh, but I did have Colt Nichols, which I thought that would be a great pick, and I don't exactly know what happened. I haven't watched the race yet, but didn't work out. So he only got 15 points um, instead of a possible 26. Enzo Lopes, yeah, he was auto-pick. He was on my team all week. Stamp um, it. Yep. And yeah, this is why Yeah, it went It went good for JT. It didn't obviously go good for JT last weekend, but um, at least he got some uh, uh, redemption a little bit by him screwing us and 40% of the game, once again, by <laughs> putting up a bad finish. And then my last guy was Michael Mosman, who um, I was getting play-by-play of his main event on the radio as I sat in staging and um, I knew he needed to get ninth to get double points and he didn't do that uh, so that was my other 250 guy and yeah just not not very much points um, 222 total so um, alright uh, JT well things went pretty well Steve um, my 450 team Joey Savacci I picked him and, and basically broke the button off for him he was on my team no matter what um I had Aaron Plessinger, like everybody else did for the most part. I think that was a pretty easy pick if you were able to pick him. I would bet that the percentage of people that could not pick him was very low if you were able to. Uh, I have a feeling the people that didn't pick him weren't able to. Uh, I had Eli Tomac. Uh, He maxed out 26, as we know. And then really the only choice I had to make was between Chad Reed and Cole Martinez. I went back and forth, back and forth several times between those two. I ended up going with Chad, which I felt like was the safer option. I mean, that's pretty easy to to decide. Um, but I was hoping that Chad could get up 
anywhere from five to seven uh, and make it a really, really good pick, which it was. Uh, they ended up tying in points anyway, so it was kind of a moot point. Uh, but I, that was the one I really struggled with, was, was between Cole Martinez and Reed. When I saw Cole Martinez qualify easily out of the, the heat race, I was mm-hmm. stressing because I knew now I needed Chad to really do well to make it uh, the right decision. But by, luckily, by the way, uh, though, by it, the way, it didn't matter. Martinez is from Arizona, so yes, uh, just really good in the mud That's for some reason. About. Like, yeah, like I'm just like I don't remember Cole. Cole was, I don't know if you guys watched him in practice. Like immediately, looked good, jumping everything, looked awesome. He's from Arizona. I'm like, Cole Martinez can ride the mud like this? Anyways, good job for him. But, yeah. uh, JT, I, w- I went Chad, too, forever, forever. Pulled him off for mm-hmm. LeMay. For LeMay. I just – LeMay's text got me. I, I, you gotta, you can't get too close to these guys. LeMay's text really got me. So. <laughs> you do pick with your heart way too often. Right. For sure. So, anyways, okay. Um, Two-pity team, uh, I picked – I kind of went with the – I'm going to say, I don't know the right way to phrase this, but when I talk to a lot of fantasy players at Supercrosses and via social media and however else we interact with people, I hear them say all the time, like, yeah, I didn't know who that was, but I just picked them because they look good. And I've always stayed away from that because the difference between racing and one lap is so different, and a lot of these guys have never qualified before, and there's a reason they've never qualified before, and you see that play out when the gate drops. But I went with that. I went with that theory this weekend as far as these guys were, these guys did one good lap and they're from Europe and I don't know anything about them and I'm going for it anyway. And it, it worked out. Um, Jorgensen got 52 points. He tied for the highest score. Uh, that was pure luck. Uh, he hasn't qualified yet that I know of. Same thing with uh, Ludovic Mackler. I don't know anything about him. I know he wears fly racing, which eh, I'm not going to say it influenced my decision, but I was happy about it. Uh, his bike broke or he would have gotten 52 points as well. Uh, so those two, I was just, yeah, winging a prayer. I had no idea who I was picking or why other than their names are crazy, and that probably means they can ride the mud better than Americans can. Um, I picked Carson Brown because he rides in the mud all the time. I actually probably would have picked him sooner if he was riding a 110, but on his 250, uh, I ended up picking him anyway. And then um, my my pick that I really blew it on that I felt the most confident about was Colt Nichols. Uh, after his mud at A1, and as, as consistent as he's been and the starts he's been getting, I was like, oh, that's a lock for at least 23 points, probably 26. And lo and behold, he crashed four times in one lap, and he did not do well. So, um, the only, yeah, the only pick I really regret was the one I was the most sure about, which was Nichols. Yeah, see, to me, I thought about the mud at A1, but then I saw, I'm like, this is totally different than this. This mud is gnarly. This is going to be an insane race, you know, is what I was thinking. But Yeah, but, I mean, you can't, you can't, Assume that Nichols is going to be a, a no you cluster out well, there. Well, yeah, the way he's yeah been. no, he was he was 15 points exactly. Uh, yeah. Dan, who'd you who'd you pick? I actually had six of uh, the same of JTs, and I had the top four pick trends in both classes, which I don't oh. know that I've ever had before. Yeah, um, obviously we can't see that. I picked my team on Wednesday as well. Yeah, uh, in 450, I did have the same team as JT. I had Chad Reed, um, AP. Tomac and Savachi. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always kind of on those guys. I never was really going away from them. AP and Chad are both good in the mud. Eli's won a bunch in the mud, and and Joey had a big handicap because of his DNF the previous week. So, had I watched practice or seen anything, I probably wouldn't have changed my 450 team anyway. Yeah. Um, 250 team. I'm kind of like Paul. I don't really know that I would have changed much. Uh, maybe I gamble and pick those two guys. JT picked just because. I didn't even know they qualified, or I didn't even know they were, you know, there. For instance, 
Um, I had Colt Nichols. Uh, again, he's battling for the title. I thought he'd be up front. I don't know what happened in the main event. I just seen he came off and he was like 15th or something. So I have no clue. I'm sure he crashed, crashed a lot of times. That's all that yeah. happened then. Um, like everybody else, Carson Brown was always on my team. The guy loves the mud. He literally just pra- I think he only practices when it rains. So um, he was always on my team. And then the other two I don't know that I've ever changed either was Jimmy Dakotas and Enzo Lopes. Uh, Jimmy D's good in the mud, and I felt like this was the first week he had not been an all-star. So he was on my team, and, and Enzo was an auto pick. I think JT would have picked Enzo if he could have. So it kind of worked no out in his favor. No doubt. Yeah, that was all yeah. a lot. For sure. So you know, it's uh, it's it is what it is. I would have if I would have picked the first lap leader, which I normally do on race day. I would have had AC and Roxon, so I would have I would have been a wash for the most part. Right. Because um, those are the only two I've really picked all year. So uh, yeah, okay. I, I'm okay with my team. Two sixty two is not bad. All right. So Dirty Al Green keeps track of our 100 uh, percent lead pipe locks. Kyle Bentley went with Lopes. His 450 was just his team. He said his team was the lock. His entire team, he was taking the win and all of that. He was very uh, confident. Uh, JT didn't really give one, but he was big on all-stars in the 250s. JT, you did say pick more than one all-star. I was, yeah. I was. Uh, I had an a three out of four all-star team picked, and then those two riders that I didn't know anything about just killed it in their, unti- in their uh, one practice. Right. Like, they were – I want to say both of them were top ten overall, so I just couldn't go away from that. I wow. I just I needed to I needed a big score like this, and I saw those guys, and I knew everyone was going to pick them, and I yeah I, I mean I got lucky. There was just, there was no skill involved in that other than just looking at practice. Can, time. can we get a name for your one hundred percent lead pipe locks, please? Because no one seems to be able to track your lockdown because you're very vague about it. Because you probably don't want to be you know this make, weekend coming up. Just in general, this is the third week in a row where people don't have your team, or you're denying that it was your lock. Well, like, no. When he tells me it's AJ Catanzaro, I'm I'm a million well, I'm, percent I, sure I, that's. I'm not just true. saying there's lots of controversy with your lead pipe locks. Uh, you know, there's lots of controversy. Can we just make it simple, make it clear? I could tell you how much I care. So that, that would uh, help. Dan gave no lock for a 250, but Savachi Dan was your 450. My locks were Lopes and Savachi. Yeah, Lopes, great job. I mean, I definitely said it was Lopes. Um, and then, Paul, you said Jimmy D and Savachi, so for sure your lead pipes were I think I picked Lopes, too, but I, he wasn't eligible for me. I mean, that was the uh-huh. easiest pick on the board, in my opinion. Yeah, con- I, I, I picked Lopes. I like how we have all these controversies. We ask somebody to take care of them, they're taking care of them, and now everyone denies that this guy's taking care of them. So Why are you maybe- putting it on uh, – put it on him. Don't put it on us. It's not Dirty Al Green's fault. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, for sure, I for sure picked Lopes. If I didn't pick Lopes, I mean – it's not like you did good. Lopes was my pick. He okay. sucked. All right. Uh, <laughs> Fly Racing, flyracing.com, uh, bringing you the Pulp Mex podcast as well as Pro Taper, ride100percent.com, and the folks at Kawasaki and Racer X brand as well, too. Uh, so let's get started here with our Minneapolis picks. So, first round of the East Coast. Um, you guys want to start 250s then? Does that make it more exciting? Yeah, let's sure. do that. Uh, all right. So, a couple things to know about this 250s. Uh, Christian Craig coming in. Without a lot of time uh, under his belt, like today was the first time he rode Supercross, or yesterday, um, had a hand injury, got a pin taken out. So, Craig, uh, is he an all-star? Did you guys make him an all-star? Yeah. You did, so be careful on that, everybody. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, Sexton, Forkner, Martin, Smith, Cooper, Cunningham, Craig, Hartraff, Miller, Jordan Bailey is on there. So, uh, John, John Short, 
uh, Paul, you're not sure, right? We're not 100% sure he's showing up because Short is a, um, a fantasy sleeper sometimes. Yep, not sure. He might um, just skip Minneapolis due to the weather and uh, head to Dallas. Hunter Lawrence is out, so he's on here. He'll be out for a month at least. So keep an eye on that. Um, and then we're going to update this, obviously, on Friday once we see the list. And there'll be probably a few more guys added, right, Paul? Right, Paul? That's a yes. Yeah, okay, that's a yes. Okay, um, Paul's dead. Uh, let's go to All-Stars for East Coast. Let me see here. Um, yeah, give me Cooper. Give me Justin Cooper at a five for an All-Star. I like that. Um, obviously, we don't have a previous top eight. It doesn't apply to this one, so we kind of had to guess. And star Yamaha rider Cooper is obviously pretty good. So, How I like- are you not going with your guy? Your, your tried-and-true guy that you're defending up and down on text, interviews, yeah. making bets about right. at a four. How do you not go there? Because Cooper's a five. <laughs> Cooper has raced one Supercross. That's a BS answer. Uh, no, uh, I'm just saying. I just I like the All Stars with ga- with rooms there, man. A room there. I always do. Uh, I'm staying away yeah, from Yeah, Amart's a four. Yeah, but, guy. but but Cooper's a five, and we're gonna start probably slow, and we'll gain momentum as the series moves on. You know, it's a good. That's a good approach to the to the 250 series. Start um, slow. Okay, so what do you like, JT? All Star wise, Forkner. Forkner at a yep. two. Okay, Dan. Yep. Jordan Smith. At a two. All right. Paul? Marty Party. Marty at a three. So yeah. Just just quickly on to give people some some background to how we set these all stars. If you look at Forkner and Jordan Smith, they're both race winners last year. If you look at uh Davalos, Craig, they're both threes. Um and Sexton, he's a three. Those guys were all on the podium at some point last year or have won races in the past. Um, and then we went to Alex Martin, who I don't think has finished a Supercross season in three two, years now. Two years, uh, two years, two years. But he's been um, but he's been on the podium, so he's a four. He was kind of like an outlier, kind of you can say. We, we moved Craig to a four because of his injury. Um, and then, yeah, Justin Cooper uh, at a five and Mitchell Oldenburg, who is – uh, he's been on the podium before. He was a, he's a four. So to, to kind of make it, you know, you need to we, make we it. look at where they finished in points last year as well. But um, yeah, that's kind of where we've. You need to make that Oldenburg higher. You got you got to make that Oldenburg higher than what than a four. Podium is last Supercross and uh, the one before that. that doesn't matter. It needs to be higher. Um, okay. okay, so all right. I don't know much about Jordan Bailey, rock star Husky rider. So you know, good good bike and good team and everything else. Um, could be someone to He's look at. Improved. Yeah, looking at the top of the list. I could see Jordan Bailey being a guy that you're like, oh, look at, like, you know, a five, six, seven kind of guy, and he's a handicap three. Um, you know, Joey Crown, uh, I think he's a main event guy. You guys have him at 11. Um, Crown, Crown's going to ride for that um, uh, Traders slash uh, um, Club MX team. So, uh, Yamahas. So, it's a good, good, Good deal. Um, Osby's was a fantasy sleeper last year. A lot of times he put Marty to sleep at the opener. <laughs> um, Lorenzo Lercurcio, Dan, should we just already assume that Lorenzo's your lead pipe lock? He is my lead pipe lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan and Lorenzo are just, they are moths to a flame. I'll tell you what's going to happen. He's going to be his lead pipe lock of the week on Wednesday. And then sometime around 
2 o'clock on Saturday, Dan's going to text us and say, Lorenzo's bike blew up. He doesn't have any spare parts. They're trying to borrow an engine from a local dealership right now. I'm not sure if he's racing. That's what's going to happen. Right. But, I mean, I got my guys. I'm not, Dan, I'm laughing uh, with you, not at you, because I've got my guys too, but I know Lorenzo's one of your guys. So. Listen, Lorenzo was good outdoors this year, and he had your guy covered till his no, bike fell he apart. Did, he did not. He did not have my guy covered. Um, so those are, off the top of my head, those are a couple of guys that I like. Jordan Bailey. I think is is will be good. I think uh, Joey Crown is a is going to be a value pick at an eleven. I think Crown gets into the main, and Blake Wharton at a seven. Obviously, last year uh, we learned our lesson a little bit with Blake. His seven's probably appropriate for for somebody like that. He's riding the Tyloo Honda team, but uh, I'll go with you, Dan. What uh, besides Lorenzo? Who do you like? Yeah, there's some guys in here that could. I think this weekend is going to be the weekend where our handicaps are off the most, mm-hmm. to where we can make yeah. up some points. So. Guys like James Weeks, he's been training at Hampshire's place in Florida, um, but he's never raced a Supercross before. Uh, but <laughs> I, did, I did not I, expect you to come up with James Weeks for for the number the the first guy no, you bring up. But yeah, I'm serious. He could okay. be in the main event, and he's a 16. So that's something to look at, um, as well as Stephen Clark, who races in Europe. He'll be racing. Uh, he's made a lot of main events before. Uh, his fitness has been in question by JT many times. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I can't, can't guarantee anything there, but he's got a high handicap. So this is a, this is a weekend where you could pick guys like Marshall Welton, uh, who's been training. Dude, I don't know about year. Welton. What a, he's, he's, he's been in Europe for too long, or wh- where are we at with Welton? I, I don't know. Like right, that's, that's, right. that's what I mean. Like, but this is the week that I'm going to try and watch practice try and pay attention to the B practice and hope that I can gain some points on you. Uh, I believe Wilson Fleming has been training at GPF. Josh Woods is pretty high on him. Um, so I'm going to look at guys like that. I don't see a huge value in the Baileys. And, you know, I think even Covington, Covington whole shots his heat race. I'll bet anybody any amount of money on that. But he's also never raced Supercross before. So right. I don't know if there's much value there. Uh, Paul? Yeah, um, I got a few guys highlighted on my list. Um, I'm on the fence, though, on who my lead pipe lock is, so I'll I'll circle back to that. But um, I like Josh Osby a lot. I think uh, he's now got two years of riding Supercross under his belt. I think at a seven, that's a really good pick, and he's a great starter. Uh, I think he starts a season good, if that makes any sense. Um, uh, I think Kyle Peters is someone to look at at a zero. He'll be in the top ten no matter if he qualifies 30th or first, uh, he just, he'll, Peters is going to Peter, kind of. Um, Would you go Peters or, Co- Peters or Covington? They're both zeros. Oh, Peters. Oh, Peters. really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Just because Peters has experience, but um, I do really believe in Covington and what Dan said. Um, Covington's two biggest strengths are his starts and his fitness. He will not get tired, and uh, his he's going to start up front. So depending on how the whoops are, I think that's his biggest um, his biggest hurdle, uh, depending on how those are, I think I'll, I, I, he might end up on my team depending on how the whoops are, because I think Thomas will, um, uh, surprise people. Um, then looking deeper, uh, one guy that I think is of my two, I, I mean, I think I'm on the fence when, with, as far as the, the people who I think are going to score the most points, I think it could be Osby or it could be Marshall Welton. I think both of those guys are capable of finishing at their handicap. Um, but it all has to go right, uh, so I'll decide about that a little bit later, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, looking deeper, I, I like what Dan said. You know, this is the 
when you start a season, I think it's I think it's smart gameplay to risk it a little bit when you start a new series. So we don't we just don't have that much data to go through. If you look at our handicap sheet, what we're doing this um this podcast from, there's not a lot of data to go off of right now compared to when you look at a the West class or the four fifty class. There's just we just don't have as much. So uh, you could do a three sixteen team, and I think the three best sixteens on this list would be um, uh, the guy J- uh, Dan brought up, James Weeks. Um, I think Lane Shaw is possible at a sixteen, and I and I, an, an amateur who is kind of old for being an amateur, so he's a little bit wise, and he's a good supercrosser from what I've seen, and he's a good starter. Is Dustin Winter? Probably never heard of him. No, he's a sixteen. I think he could be in the main event too. So I think of the sixteens, those are my three that could be in the main event. When you go handicap zeros, I like Hartraff better than Peters, and I like Hartraff better than Covington. Steve, will you make a bet with me that uh, Peters is? I'll take Peters the best Suzuki rider of the weekend. Yeah, no chance. Okay. No chance. Oh, can I get on that too? Fifty bucks. Um. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fifty All bucks. Right, perfect. Okay. All right. Um. Me too. Fifty. No. No. <laughs> just just one 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 fifty dollar bet is good. Um. No. Yeah. Sure, Paul. Fifty bucks. Sure. Yeah. All right. You're on too. Um. Yeah. So I like Hartraft at a zero better than the other guys. By the way, Hartraft is good, man. He's got. He's good. He, ab- he absolutely is good. Yep. Um. But Peters beat him in points last year. Um. Uh, Peters yeah, podiumed no, he, with he, one leg last year. Oh, Dan, come on. I mean, Hartraff will be much improved. I, right. I think that's why he's a zero, right. and that's why Peters is a zero. I think they're very equal, so I I think you can, who, yeah. Who uh, was, uh, I, I can't disagree with you there. Who was uh, Woodrow's guy? Fleming. 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 Okay, Wilson yeah. Fleming. Woodrow has been very sketchy on fantasy advice, by the way. I feel like yeah, Woodrow yeah. Is, is sometimes is really good and sometimes he's not good. Um, he talked me into some amateur at Unadilla that was a really bad, bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JT, who do you like? I like Blake Wharton as my lock. My lock. You what? want my lock, Steve. My 100% lock of the week. It's Blake Wharton. Blake Wharton. Dirty Al Green. Yep. Blake Wharton. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Um, I like a lot of these guys. I like Covington a lot. I think Covington's going to beat all the dudes you guys named. Really? As okay. Hartramp yeah, and, yeah. and Peters, Peters and yep. all these guys. Yep. Covington's going to hole shot, and then I'm just praying that he doesn't crash. That's okay. What, that's where I'm at. Um, the other guys I like, I think you're going to have an opportunity to kind of swing for the fences because I don't think there are 22 guys that are just – guaranteed to be in the main event, but you're definitely going to have, you know, you're going to be holding your breath. Uh, I like Joey Crown. I think that's a pretty solid pick. Um, he's pretty good starter and pretty solid. He's been around. He doesn't have a lot of Supercross experience, but that's okay. At an 11, uh, you're going to have some wiggle room there. Um, so, yeah, I think, like Dan said, this is going to be the weekend where the picks are going to be the the most varied. I don't expect to see crazy high pick trends unless – you know, someone like Wharton or somebody that I mentioned goes out and qualifies third, then that's going to skew everything. Uh, but I think you're going to see people making making some, uh, you know, uh, unorthodox picks. Excuse me. Um, you know, you guys already mentioned uh, the kind of wild card guys, but um, some of these guys have made mains: Hunter Sales and Sam Redman. And there's a yep. bunch of guys on here that have qualified before. I'm not saying that they're going to be a high pick trend, but or, I think some of these people are going to well, take flyers on them. Mitchell Lane, Falk at a five. Lane Shaw, 16. He's he's and you know what? The mains that Lane didn't make, he was right there. 
Yep, Chase you know? Marquier. There's a lot of guys on here that have qualified for several races that are, you know, so I'm hoping that's how it plays out. That's how we really tried to do the handicaps, that there were a lot of available picks because I think that's what we've been lacking in recent weeks is just the picks have kind of picked themselves in uh, some cases. I'm out on Chase Marquet after last year. Two years ago, Chase Marquet, I'm in. Last year, Chase Marquet, I'm out. What about this year? What yep. if it's cyclical? Uh, yep, could be. Um, what do you think, uh, Dan, of JT's 100% lead pipe lock of, of Wharton? I'm the only one who passed on Wharton last year when he came out of retirement at Indy. Yep. And it bit me. He he paid off. at the. It was an East-West shootout. He showed up. We we. We're way high on his handicap. We had no no idea how he would do. And he could easily get top ten and, and score a lot of points. But I, I agree with what JT and Paul said. I think there's a lot of picks on here. I do think Hunter Sales and Redmond could make the main event. I just think there's a big group of guys. Like there's that first seven that are kind of set. There's a big group of guys that could all qualify. So um, I'll probably look at heat race lineups this week, mm-hmm. hopefully, and um, I'll make my picks from there. But I think my lock, my lock has got to be bigger. I'm going to go with my 100% lead pipe lock of the week is James Weeks. <laughs> wow. I think there's going to be a lot of teams with six guys, six and seven guys this weekend. That's my prediction. More than normal. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, like the there will be a lot of yeah teams that have six and seven guys on their team that qualify. Because I think people are going to take some pretty big risks. Oh, you saying it's not eight's not going to be okay? Um, yeah, I think they're going right. to be people are going to be swinging for the fences and trying to get a high score. So JT, your all stars Marty. My all star. No, my all star is Forkner. Oh, mine's mine's Cooper. Somebody's is Marty. Yep, that's Paul. That's Paul. Um, Dan, who was your all star? Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith. Yep. I'll go Justin Cooper out of five, just because. Uh, yeah. You know Cooper's only raced one race before, right? It doesn't matter. He's fine. He's flying at the test track. Talk to anybody. Uh, I, he'll probably <laughs> qualify first. I'd bet on that too. I bet he gets fast qualify. Uh, nobody likes my Joey Crown at eleven. Well, JT, you I said, did. Yeah, you I did. Joey yeah. Crown. Eleven for Joey Crown? No. I know yeah. nothing. I, I like Joey I Crown. Need some more information. <laughs> Paul, I know nothing. Well, you know who Joey Crown is. I mean, it's not well, a James. Yeah, I know that. I know? raced against his dad before, but. <laughs> Uh, tell me, what bike's he riding, number he's, one? He's on the team, bro. I said he's on the Traders, the Traders Yamaha, Club MX Yamaha oh. team. He, he took, he, he took even I know way more about Joey Crown than we want to. <laughs> Is he on Hoosier's tires? I need to know because can he stop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, that could be a good pick. You're right. I'm going to highlight him. That's my lead pipe lock of the week, Joey Crown. Um, wow. Dan, yours, yours has to be Dan Lorenzo. It has to. No, it's, it's James Weeks. Just make it Lorenzo. All right, I'll bank it, Lorenzo. Be but this, this, this Twitter guy is going to get mad at me because he's going to not be able to listen. <laughs> Dirty Al Green. He's going to end up saying it was Sam Redmond. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be like, you picked Redmond. <laughs> uh. Dan, Dan, what's more likely, Weeks gets 17th or LaCurcio gets 7th? I, I think Weeks. I really do. Okay, well, then your lead yeah. pipe should be Weeks. And, and, but I do think, for anybody who doesn't know, LaCurcio does have a pretty legit program. Here he we rides. go. Here we go. I mean, he, he's out of a van, yes. He's a privateer, yes. <laughs> but he does get to train with Sexton and the guys at, at the, I don't know what it's called anymore. So did Sandbox. We knew We saw how that went. <laughs> hey, you picked him, JD. You picked Rude at I did Mount Morris. I love how Dan said he's got a legit program, and literally 15 minutes ago, I see Lorenzo in a white van saying, we're going to Mini. Hey, <laughs> Dean Wilson showed up to A1 in a van and got fourth, which I argued that too. Right. And you just were like, a van doesn't, uh, yeah, you can't be yeah. good in a van. And um, you can be good just because it's a van. Where the hell's Root, by the way? And I have, I don't know. He I, rides for Team Italy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what's going on with Root. Root is living his best life. 
Um, my honestly, and my question mark, like so, uh, Crown is my lead pipe lock, but my question mark is Welton. Like I don't know. Riding with Tickle, training with Tickle. He, you know, he's a really, okay. he's a really good kid. He's on a KTM. He's a twelve. Let Crown. me turn your question mark into an exclamation point. Yeah. He will be my lead pipe lock week lock. Okay. Welton is your guy. All right. He'll get he's gonna get 13. You're you're too emotionally attached to tick and all tick and all that though, Paul, I think. Like you're yes, too Yes, you're right. You're right. right. So we're all guilty of picking with our hearts then. But... I'm not. Joey Crown, I got nothing on Joey Crown. I'm not picking Blake I... Wharton. It's not like I think he's gonna ride better because it's purple rain. JT loves hair. JT loves his hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul has insight on on Welton, but I seen a, a Snapchat today of Tickle working on Welton's bike, and it made me nervous. They were doing, there was parts he going was on working on it. Oh shit! <laughs> You're gonna be like Carson Tickle's bike. bike at Indiana. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. I swear. Uh, ben Ben's Instagram had a Tickle working on Welton's bike, and it was like everybody was watching it, and I was a little nervous for Welton. So yeah. Oh no. Okay, so <laughs> all right. Um, there we go. So maybe I get, I'll switch to Osby. So, so my team, as it stands right now, my team is Justin Cooper. I think it's Hartraft. It's Joey Crown, and I don't know. I'll look at Welton's times, uh, you know, and, and take a look at Welton, and maybe, and maybe this week's guy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about him, but you know, I, do, I love I, it. I talked to you right into a guy you've never heard. There of. There are going to be. Well, I've heard of you weeks. You can pick a whole team that has never raced Supercross before. Basically, once you pick Justin Cooper, weeks. Uh, Covington and then some other and guys. We- and Welton. Before. And Welton. There we go. That'd be the, that'd Welton, be, there Welton, you go. Yeah. Welton's a race. Super cross. Yeah, he has. And, um, but, um, and Weeks has too. Weeks was out last year. Was it Nationals only? Weeks. Yeah, I think Nationals only. Okay. Um, yeah, I, there, but you're JT and well, all you guys that are saying, there's there's going to be high, there's going to be some great picks. So don't be afraid, people, to take a look at practice times and and all of that because there will be some serious points made with these guys. I think, like I, I you know, like there's going to be some sixteen. There will be sixteens in the main, right? I mean, Dude, did we all overlook Cunningham? I mean, he's thirty six years old and he's got he's a vet and he's pretty fast. No, he's a solid pick. No, no. He's, he'll he'll hit his handicap and he'll get double point, double points. I think he'll get double points also. Mm. I don't know, JT. You're not on the Cunningham bandwagon. No, no. I think there are too many other too many other picks for me to to. Go with that. Yeah, I agree. If it was down to nothing and it was like I don't know what to do, maybe, but no, not with this lineup. Right. Skip Nor- get top twelve. Skip Norfolk is very excited about Jace Pennington. He was the kid that was on the Traders team last year, got hurt right away. He's back on that team really? again. So Skip is uh, excited about Pennington, but not enough for me to uh, recommend him. But just keep an eye he on. He qualified Jace Pennington. at the first round last last year. He made yeah. the first main event of the yep. year at, at yep. Dallas or wherever we were at. But yeah. Yep, so keep an eye on that. Uh, and Alves, Remy or Alves, how many times did we say, oh, look at Alves with the, with the points last year? It's Mitchell Fox, first race for TLD, KTM. Yeah, I don't like that handicap that much. I mean, you guys a know five, more about it. A five non-all-star? It's pretty, I, mean, I think it's pretty good range. How like many points? Top 15 on that team. Yeah, but how many points does he get for like a tenth? What is that? 30, 32? That'll be okay, I guess. Um. All right, uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Pro Taper as well. Paul, things are cooking along with Pro Taper. When's the when's the Sela come out? The Sela. When's that coming out? Sela comes out in uh, I would say first of September or late August. Yeah, it's, it's too long. You got to speed that up. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, all right. You just work on saying it correctly. You, you tried twice and both were wrong. No, Paul yeah, said at, it was. The, Paul said either one JT was correct. And the Fly Guys took some time, and they have made. 
an amazing looking helmet with great video and technology and so I'm yeah. gonna go that route. I'm gonna make I'm gonna launch it when it's ready. Well at Pulpamex we launch things before they're ready. We, we tr- yeah, we're well aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it this way. I was in a helmet meeting a really long time ago, and I literally walked out and said, someone just let me know when this thing's ready, because I was so pissed off. Um, but these things take time. Also, too, we want to thank the folks at, at 100% Ride uh, 100%.com. Fantasy 19 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. I feel like Charles uh, really got us good for uh, coming on the show because we, we say the 100% lead pipe block of the week over and over. You know, like it's very smart marketing on, on uh, Cass Lou's part. So, um, yeah, he's tricky. All right, okay. So 450s for Minneapolis. Oh, by the way, we are the number one. Is the number one prize this week, is it an Alex Martin jersey or a bag of lime? What did we decide? <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll do the Alex Martin jersey so we don't get sued. Okay, all right. So Alex I Martin jersey. I think there's going to be a lot of lime left, though, because they're bringing frozen dirt into the stadium, and now they're scared to use it, so it's going to be <laughs> a no, I, Hey, I don't think they're scared to use it. I'm not for sure, but I follow. I went and followed all the track crew guys, like on all their social media, and I'm pretty sure they were pouring lime in the track this morning. <laughs> like, I don't think they, they care, to. man. Well, the, the the thing that the thing that gets me is like even Eli was saying on the Pulp Show, like he he was like. You know why are they putting this stuff on the track? And I was like, Eli, it's been on the track for twenty years. I hate to yeah. tell us to hate Just to break don't this. Throw it into puddles, right, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not going to dissolve puddles. That that was the only mistake they made was pouring yeah. it on Star Street. Right. So, um, okay, so here we go. Um, two four fifties. Ryan Brees won't be there. He's got a race in Europe, and then he'll be back um, for all the rest of the year for the Cycle Trader team. So, in case you're wondering where Ryan Brees was. Um, Austin Politelli told our own Corey Moser that he doesn't think he's going to go to Minneapolis. So, uh, Austin Politelli might not be there. And, um, anybody else? Uh, did, I, did I miss anybody else? Dan or Paul? Justin, Justin Hill is a question mark. <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? Like for the weekend or in life? Uh, I mean, for the weekend. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard that he's in or out, but I, J- I do know he had an injury this weekend. So. JT, JT, what would it take for you to pick Justin Hill at this point in Paul Max Fantasy? Uh, him it being a triple crown and him being a twelve or higher. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, the, I, I, I'll pick him. I'll pick him this weekend if he's top three in times. Wow. Because because Josh won all those years ago. No, just because that's how Hill is. If he's feeling it and he likes the track and he's fast, it'll all go fine. So yeah, if he's top three in times, I'll pick him. Oh, and Osborne was supposed that's to be. Like, that's what I felt at Glendale, and you saw how that went. Yeah. He was fast at Glendale. He crashed. He was, he was. fast. He That's why I picked him. Yeah. He hit the concrete or something. Oh. Yeah. He definitely this, hit a wall. This You're track, right. This track is the same the layout as Glendale, the same first three lanes and everything. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a couple changes, but it's definitely very similar. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. So, and uh, Osborne was supposed to ride, and he's not racing this weekend. So, Osborne will be um, hopefully back in Dallas uh, waiting on the uh, – What about Brayton? Brayton is racing. He has a torn thumb, torn or stretched ligaments in his thumb. But nothing that's going to hold him back from racing. All right, he's on the my mud. The, the mud held him back from racing. He was out on that. <laughs> oh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Brayton and mud do not go well together. <laughs> All right, um, let's go. I'll start with you, Paul. Who do you like for uh, for Minneapolis four fifties? Well, you already named a few guys that I was interested in. I was interested in Brees. I was interested in Politelli. So they both won't be there. Um, so Brayton is going to be on my team because he's not an All Star. Uh, Cole Seeley, I am going to look at him. I know it hasn't gone well. His last four finishes are 9, 6, 11, 14, but I think it's time to switch it around. Um, he is eligible for double points, so he's a 1. I think he'll be in the top 10. So I'll pick him. So I got Brayton Seeley. Um, 
and it's one of these weekends you would think Entignap is going to get in, right? Uh, I, I think Dude, maybe I this is the weekend with some guys not showing up, so I'll look at him. But my safer pick, holy crap, my safer pick would be Alex Ray, I guess, um, <laughs> at an 11, because he's coming off of a 20th, so his handicap moved a little higher in our favor to pick him. I think he'll be in the main event. There's These picks are tough, man. They are, there's not much happening because a lot of guys did very good uh, at uh, San Diego, so like Bogle, Savachi, those, these guys. Um, I think Chisholm is someone to look at. I can't pick him, but I, he's someone to look at. Um, I'll leave some for the other guys to talk about, but as far as all-star, I think it has to be either Cooper, Wilson, or Barsha for an all-star. Alex Ray is a safe pick. I don't know if that's ever been uttered on this podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, JT, who do you like? Man, I... I don't love – I think the picks are really hard, which is good. Um, some of the stuff I'm a little, little worried about, like getting their bikes back together, like Bowers' bike, is it going to be decent? How are they going to be able to ride with these burns? Uh, Vince Freezy, I know, tried to ride and wasn't able to yet. Um, just their, their burns in these you know, Rocks abrasion spots. Rocks I don't know back. how that's going to get. As of today, many of these guys are getting worse. Still, yeah, Roxon went they weren't back to healing the yet. They were still getting worse. Yeah, Roxon went back to the hospital or something, right? Apparently. Yeah, yeah. like Polatelli's leg is kind of opened up now. Um, I don't. So I don't know. I think that could. It's weird as it is. It could play a role on the weekend. So I don't love. I mean, it, on a neutral, you know, in a vacuum, I guess. Um, looking at some of these, I think you know Barsha could be your all-star at a seven. That's pr- that's quite a bit of room to work with. Um, yeah, some of us can't pick him. Is Entignap ever going to make a main event? That's you know I don't know. I can't pick him yet, but I, at one of these times he's going to pay off for somebody. Uh, Chisholm at a nine is pretty appealing, I think, because he's been he's shown a you know he's getting in the mains pretty easily, and it, with the injuries and stuff, it seems like it's getting easier and easier. Uh, but I don't think there's anything that obvious. You know, Bogle can, if he continues to riding the way he has been, a three looks you know pretty good. But uh, you you wonder if that's going to come back to the mean a little bit because he's he's been really good the last couple of weeks. So yeah, I don't I don't love anything, which I know is a horrible answer. But I think there's a lot of these that are just kind of like flip a coin. You know, are they going to pay off or not? There's not a ton of value out there. We're going to need a lead pipe lock, so you need to think about that. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, Dan, what, what, who do you like? I like Blake Baggett as my all star. I think I do uh, too. Yeah, six. He's, uh, he's undefeated in the dome this year he's, uh, <laughs> he's he's been on the podium at the two dry races so like i don't know i feel like he's pretty good at a six so i worry uh, about his back a little bit man i don't know yeah i don't know i still think he's top seven like yeah so i mean you could obviously pick any of these, any of these top guys webb and and barsha but uh, i like baggett i agree with paul I like justin brayton if he's really is fine which i think he's fine i've seen him i mean i know he hurt his thumb but i think he just didn't want to risk it in the mud um he's not an all-star so he'll probably be an all-star again next week if he has a decent finish so brayton and Seely are both on my team Seely coming off two bad weekends uh, the weekend before that he was pretty good so those guys are on my team, and the last pick's pretty tough. I kind of agree with Paul Alex Ray. I, I won't say he's a safe pick, but at least I can torture him a little bit during the week and, like, you know, maybe put some pressure on him to do good. So I don't know. Um, Alex Ray, I mean, Alex Ray has his balls are burnt, and I think that has a shaft injury. So we, <laughs> we're dealing with some, <laughs> dealing with some I mean, honestly, here, guys. Every, everybody in this 450 list is 
legit burned or like hurt for real. Like, I mean, this they're is, all dealing with them. This is such a disaster yeah, I mean, for, for Feld. This is such, this is so bad. This is, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but. I mean, some of the burns are obviously, some people just have some little rashes here and there. I know, but still, think about what we're talking about. We're like, we don't know if this guy's going to ride. He might be burned. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I would, I think we should start some sort of GoFundMe. For someone like whoever that gets on the uh, TV to say something, you got to work in the word shaft. <laughs> if you can work in the word shaft, that should be worth a um, significant amount of money. Did Heath Harrison qualify just because of the mud, or he's is he better? No. Okay. I would say mud. Okay. All right. I mean, that's mean to say, but I, right. that's my honest opinion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Martinez might not be there either, by the way, from what I've been hearing. So keep an eye on that, Cole Martinez. He's a seven, though. He's been paying off the last two weeks, but at a 7, JT, probably not much there, value? Well, I'll put it this way. I didn't pick him in a 10, so that, that tells you where I'm at. Right. Surratt, has missed, Surratt is really close to making a main event if he's there. Well, I'll definitely look at him with all these guys out. Entignap is the leader of the Pulpamex LCQ Challenge right now. Man, it's been and, rough. And it's Surratt's been right rough, behind him, right? Uh, a couple, couple back, yeah. 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 I've watched Surratt, and he's been close. And I mean, he would obviously have to go into the LCQ, so you'd sweat it. But if if Martinez is really out, and Politelli, and all these guys are out, Brees, you got to look at guys like Ignatap and Surratt um, to maybe make the main and get a lot of points. Ronnie Stewart, Otten Wright is another guy that's been right there for the LCQ yeah, points. So so. I, I think that they're you you know you could gamble a little bit. JT's locked from a few weeks ago. The cat he could maybe make it. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, these guys, you guys have done a good job because, yeah, I like I like Baggett as an all-star pick at a six. And I don't think Brayton and Seeley, like, I, I'm worried about the thumb a little bit with, with JB. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's not telling us everything. So I don't think a two is, like, just awesome, you know. Um, he'll get you double, but I don't know if he's going to kill it. And same with Seeley. Like, you guys mentioned Brayton and Seeley. I mean, I guess that's 36 points for Brayton if he gets uh, – uh, double at an eight, I think. If, if Justin Hill races and he legit is good in like all the practices, I think you have to pick him out of five. That's the biggest his handicap's going to be. No. No. That's you know, 15. There's not 15 guys out there that are that are better you than take him. A page out of, you could take a page out of what JT said last weekend about the mud, and if it just looks too hard, I, I think there's a lot of all-stars we all talked about. You can go Cooper Webb, Baggett, Wilson – and Barsha, and sit with your feet up on the coffee table and just cl- try to collect 26 from all four guys, that's a fair amount of points. Yeah, not enough to be competitive, though. Um, hmm. All right. 100, 104 points? That's not good. <laughs> could all right. Be, well, be, uh, could Carlin, be 108, right? Yeah, two four, Yeah. Carlin Gardner's a 10. Like, I don't uh, – that's too, too low for Gardner. You know, I think you're sweating on him getting in. Although he's made most of them this year, so yeah, it's uh, it's tough. All right, well, we got to go with four, and I need a, I need a lead pipe, so you got to figure it out. My lead pipe lock of the week, I'll start. Um, I, I don't know. That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Seriously, uh, Bowers is fine. By the way, he rode his practice bike in San Diego. Um, my lead pipe lock of the week will be. Can I go Barsha? Is that lame to say all star? Okay, that's lame. All right, my lead pipe lock of the week will be, uh, yeah, Justin Brayton, everybody. I, I, I don't know. I seriously, there's nobody. 
I'm so worried about these guys getting into the mains. I I, I don't know the bear. Seven, seven deuce deuce. Give me seven deuce deuce. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's very bold. I'm going Ooh. Cole Seeley, the number fourteen factory Honda HRC rider. All right. Fair enough. Paul, who's your lead pipe? Yeah, sign me up for Seeley as well. Yeah, not not a ton of uh, ton of guys. My four guys, A Ray at the eleven. Yeah. He'll in. Um, he's got some balls. Uh, Your lead pipe block of the week is A-Ray. No, no, no. My le- but no, no, I'm saying my four. My four guys. Uh, A-Ray, Baggett, Brayton, and Seeley. Pretty that's, tame that's team. My, that's my team right now. I think so right now. Paul? Same. I'll take the same. <laughs> JT, you want to do the same? Same, same. I would go Brayton. Hmm. Seeley. Um, you say Baggett and Ray. <laughs> that would be awesome. What about what about? Placid? I think I would rather go Chiz than A Ray. I think he's I think he's safer in every way. Um, my and maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Bogo at a three-two. He's been riding so well, and his starts are just incredibly good. Oh, I don't know. AP's an all-star. My bad. I just saw that. It's like AP, but he moved into all-stars and Brighton dropped out. I guess. Um, Savachi, what do you think about Savachi? Non All Star to two. None of us oh, can I pick him, him. I don't think he's an auto pick. If I could, oh, well, see that could be a lead pipe lock of the week. Well, I can't pick him, so doesn't, I, that doesn't count for me. Well, should you pick Savachi at oh, a two? I'll, yes. Yeah, I'll take him as my yeah. lead pipe lock of the week. Right. That way, I go against the Sealy right. thing. And Dirty Al Green, something. change change the pick, Dirty Al. Yeah, um, give me Savachi. All right, sounds good, everybody. Anything else? Alex Martin jersey for the winner this oh, week. I hope I win. I hope I win. Everybody, everybody, remember that Paul and I have Kyle Peters fifty dollars. No, no, no. We have, we have, we have. The bet is the highest placing Suzuki is Kyle Peters. He should have to pick no, a rider. No, no, no. Is no. not Alex Martin. That's the bet. No, it is not. It is who beats who. That's the bet. No, the Dan said that I bet. Amar is not the highest placing Suzuki. So if no. some guy we don't know gets in the main event and Amar That's not what I said. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. I said Kyle Peters is the highest placing Suzuki. Oh, really? Right. Mm. Yeah. So are you out now, Paul, or are you in? It's just nah, Peters it's just Peters and Amar. Nobody else on a Suzuki, Paul. It's Peters and Amar. There's only wow. two of them. You never know. Stroop could show up or Izzy <laughs> or any of those guys. You, you know, It'd you be know. the same setup. They'd be dialed. <laughs> It'd be perfect. There's got to be more. Uh, Fly <laughs> Racing, Pro Taper, 100%, Kawasaki, Racer X brand, all on board with us. Parabinos, Truman, JT, thanks, boys, and we will uh, see you next week. All right, guys. See ya.